rise and shine. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, friends. You are waking up with Rick and Carly. In the, the show starts now. Uh, good morning. Welcome to another edition of Embarrassment. Oh, no. <laughs> What happened? There's going to be some embarrassing stuff thrown out on the show this morning. And you're not easily embarrassed. No, I never get embarrassed. I um, I fell asleep in the bathroom here at work yesterday. How sleep deprived are you? I well, you know, we we get up really early. We do, and I like to stay up you're a little bit late. Such I'm a night, a night owl. owl. Ugh. We were we were waiting for these hamburgers after this big meeting that we had, mm-hmm. and it was. It was taking forever. Matter of fact, the hamburgers never even showed up. It was like no. a promotional thing that we were doing. And I was tired. So I went in to take care of business, nodded off, I guess. And I'm oh guessing it gosh. was, I think it was like five minutes. Long enough to where I had drool on my mouth. Oh, wow. And the way uh, the way I woke up was, there was nobody in the bathroom when I was in there. But mm-hmm. somebody flushed the, the toilet in the stall next to me. And then you're me. like, well, where am I? <laughs> I for like for a split second I was upset that mm-hmm. that somebody had disturbed my sleep. Right, right. And yeah, You're taking a nice nap yeah. on the pot. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I don't know why this is blowing up on TikTok because I've seen it a million times. But this couple is catching heat for adding lifts to their son's shoes so he'll be tall enough to go on more rides at Disney World. And uh, some people think they're the best parents ever. Others say it's basically child endangerment. Oh come on, it's fine. You added an inch to his height, and now it's an inch. What could happen? Yeah. Who doesn't cheat the system every once in a while? True, that's how I see it. Carly lies about everything. I do not. <laughs> you don't. Mm-mm. All right. How to queries account mm. for about three percent of all Google searches in oh, the United yeah. States of America? I love that about Google. Can you uh, just throw some at me, Carly? Can you guess what some of the top how-to searches are? Sure. I've got uh, them all right here. How to hard boil an egg. Not even close. Boy, that's random. I don't know. It's the first thing that popped into my mind. Think of something that that people would, how do I do this? How to change a light bulb. No. No. You're horrible at this. Um, How to make a video is in the uh, top 10. How to make a video? That is in the top 10. Yeah. People don't know how to make a video? Well, they want to know more. Like how to edit. Yeah, how to make a good video. Uh, how to make out. How to make out <laughs> is in the top 10. That's the top 10. Oh, boy. Wow. Here's one. How <gasps> to get pregnant. How to get pregnant? <laughs> Did your mom and dad never have the talk with Didn't you? you have, like, the maturation program at school? I don't know specifically what would they be talking about there. How to mm. get pregnant. Is that just little kids searching that? Or, I, or are that adults? You tell me. Doesn't say? <laughs> no. Very, I just literally have the how to. Very concerning. How to draw. Okay. How to, this one's that interesting sense. that this one's in the top 10. How to levitate. How to levitate? I oh. do remember trying that when I was a teenager. You did? Oh, all levitating? the time. Well, you put like your friend on the table and you. Yeah. Would, ooh, and would try, yeah. Did you feel yourself go up a little bit? No. Yeah, I think well, I mean, happened. we told ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Got, did you have the blanket on them and everything oh, like yes. the magic shows do? Yes. Uh, how to write a resume. That one makes sense to uh-huh. me. How to lose weight. Oh, for sure. I should I'm, have guessed that one. I'm kind of shocked that's not number one. 
So that's like, yeah, what, number that's seven or number eight or four, oh, number four, how to lose weight. Okay. Uh, how to kiss, made the top three. That's like making out. How to have sex. What? <laughs> well, there's a lot of... What are you talking about? The, there are a lot of different things that people don't oh, know. Oh, my god! If you don't know the right way, then you you probably shouldn't be doing it at all. No. Right? Right. <laughs> Some people are saying how. They're Googling that? That's number two in the United States of America. No. Out of all the how-tos, the number two on the list is how to have sex. That beats out how to lose weight and how to write a resume, all these kind of things. That's disturbing. There's how to, so so far we have how to make out, how to get pregnant, and how to have sex. What we do you need th- like better education or something. Number one has been number one for like five years in a row. Oh, you've piqued my interest. You don't know what it is? No. You've never heard of it? Like if you have no idea what it is, you probably wouldn't guess. I have no clue. The number one how-to is how to tie a tie. Oh. That is the number one. How to tie a tie. Which that That's is crucial. complicated, yeah. I'm still trying. My son's 19. I'm trying to teach him how to tie a tie. It's just not, a not going so well. The best crafting cities in America? Mm-hmm. Seattle, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and the number one, New York City. There's a lot of creative people in those oh, places. Yeah. Those are all big cities, too, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of people to choose from, right? Kind of makes sense. This is Deal Breakers with Rick and Carly in the morning. Landon's wife, Molly, has the blackest thumb ever. She, oh. I mean, she kills everything she touches. She doesn't even have to touch it. She just gets around it, hmm. and it dies. Hmm. But she keeps on buying plants. She keeps on... She keeps trying. She keeps trying. Why is this bothering you so much, Landon? Well, you know, she just keeps buying plants. They're always dying, and mm-hmm. it just gets expensive, and it's annoying, and I just think it's kind of depressing to look at these <laughs> plants. So I just want her to buy fake ones once and for all. And Be done with it. Stop it trying. Whole process. It's like walking in and just seeing death everywhere True. around you. Gosh, I never would, thought about dead That would be a like downer, that. huh? Yeah. Plus, it costs a lot of money. Yeah. So you... So what what are we trying to accomplish with your uh, wife, Molly, then? We just want her to stop buying real plants and get the fake stuff. <laughs> Is that what we're doing? <laughs> it needs to stop being the crazy plant lady. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, uh, well, we'll let's talk be, to her. Let's See maybe not do. say it that way. Let's, let's, we'll try to be a little more positive with it. Yes. Think that'll work? Yeah, let's, uh, let's do it. Okay. Hello? Hi, is this Molly? This is. Who's this? Hi, Molly. This is uh, Rick and Carly. We do a morning show on the radio. Hello, hello. Oh, cool. Hi. Uh, Hi. hi. So, (laughs) (laughs) the reason we're calling you, Molly, uh, your husband Landon contacted us, and he was telling us about your passion for plants. How's that Mm -hmm. going? Yeah. Um, it's going pretty good. You know, I'm still learning like so much, but like yeah. I've been getting all these new plants and, you know, like just learning so much about all these like different ficuses and, uh-huh. you know, like how to take care of the roots and what kind of soil to get. It's just been like so cool. Wow. That's impressive. It's more than I know. <laughs> Me too. For sure. So Landon's actually on the phone with us. He just wanted to talk to you for a minute about this. Uh, Landon? Um, yeah. Hey, babe. 
So yeah, hey. I want to talk to you about that right now. Yeah, the plants. It's kind of weird you put me on the radio to talk about the plants. <laughs> well, yeah. The thing is, I need you to stop buying more and more plants. Like, I know it's hard to like say this, and it's a little uncomfortable, but like, you kill them every time, and it doesn't matter. Like, you know, again, sorry for like saying it like this, but what plant you buy, but you, like, kill it, and you keep the dead ones around, then you buy new ones, and I really just can't stand it. It, like, it's like you're a crazy plant hoarder. I, I'm, I'm just trying, Landon. I, I can't believe you feel this way. I just want to have lots of good, healthy plants around the house. They help with you know, depression and things like that and the air quality. Yeah, I've but heard it's that. harder than it looks. Well, Landon's saying hard. it's not really helping with the depression. It's sad because he sees the plants and they're just dying. I'm not sure that, you're I'm not sh- a plant hoarder, though. You're just you're, you're just trying, and that's good. You know, that's fine. But maybe, uh, um, I don't know. I mean, do you see where he's coming from? He he doesn't want to walk into the house and, and, and see death everywhere. <laughs> Oh, you know, it's just because I haven't revived them yet. I've been putting so much effort into researching how to kind of restore them back to, like, a nice plant. (laughs) So Landon kind of brought up to us what he would like you to do. Landon, why don't you tell Molly the alternative that you've thought of? Well, I think we could just admit together that this probably current process isn't working, and maybe we just get some fake plants. But... I don't want big plants. Just let me figure things out. It'll get better. I promise. I mean, this has gone on for a couple of years now. Like, can we at least throw out the obviously dead ones wow. and like come to agreement? You can only buy two plants a year. Like, not a new plant every other week. Just, I honestly really don't like that idea. I mean, I love you, and I don't want to drive you crazy, but throwing out my plants is going to be really hard. But what if you like, you guys meet in the middle, though, right? I think that's all he's, he's asking, a, Molly. Yeah, good suggestion there. You know, maybe just like, throw out the obviously dead plants that are not yeah. revivable. Yeah, like maybe we throw them out together, just the dead ones, and then we'll go, you know, get a new one. Is that okay? Make a date night of it. Yeah, you could go get a new one. I like that idea, Landon. That's, that's maybe you, good. Maybe you can have a funeral for it and bury the oh. plant. All right. <laughs> Send it okay. back to the earth. A little seance. <laughs> you know what? Fine. Let's. We can do that. Oh, I think good. That's, that's an okay idea. Good. Good. Okay. Go and somewhere. who knows? Maybe you'll uh, you, you'll finally get the magic touch here in a, in another yeah ten or fifteen years. <laughs> no, it sounds like you're really doing your research. I'm sure you're going to get the hang of it. <laughs> Deal breakers. This is life-changing. I just found out that if you put a paper towel in your vegetable drawer, it sucks up the extra moisture fruits and vegetables release over time, and it keeps things fresh so you don't waste food. Have you seen the bottom of our vegetable drawer? Yes. If if you guys come over and open up our refrigerator, first off, Uh, I apologize in advance for even opening up the refrigerator. I cleaned it on Saturday. (laughs) Have you? Yes. I haven't looked at it since then. Usually, usually there's like this sludge of a... When was the last you're time? You're trying to guess what kind of vegetable that was in that bag, and it's all seeped out through the whole bag. That bottle. is why we're going to put paper towels Yeah, just there. put a paper towel there. This can fix the whole problem, Carly. Mm-hmm. Or you could start cleaning <laughs> the fridge. Time for some showbiz buzz with Rick and Carly in the morning. Paris Hilton and her hubby, Carter Reum, have welcomed a baby boy. This happened last month Aww. through a surrogate. Mm-hmm. 
Paris has now revealed his name. It's Phoenix Baron Hilton Riem. How many names are there then? Four. So there's two middle names? Uh, no, there's two last names. Hilton Riem. Gotcha. So she read an excerpt from her upcoming memoir on Instagram where she talks about how she came up with the name years ago while searching a map for names of cities, countries, and states. She says she has a thing for that because, well, her name is Paris. So she mm. wants her kids to have city, country, or state names too. Phoenix isn't bad. Phoenix uh, is like not that. bad. Yeah. She says if she has a girl, she wants her name to be London. And uh, she added that the phoenix is the bird that flames out and then rises from the ashes to fly. Boy, again. she got the whole definition, everything oh, yeah. for us. Yes, she did. <laughs> Congratulations, Congratulations, Paris. <laughs> Kylie Jenner says her favorite sister is Kim Kardashian right now. What? Now, of course, she says her favorite changes over time, but Kim is currently the one that she's most connected to. <laughs> it changes, huh? Well, it's Today, kinda, it's Kim. <laughs> it's kind of like when you have children. And they go through different phases, and you're like, okay, right now you're my favorite. But maybe. What are you talking about? You, I've never felt that way towards yes, my kids. You have. No way. You totally They're, play favorites. No, what are you I do talking not. about? They're all my favorite. They're my kids. For years, I could not believe how much you favored Ireland. It was all about Ireland. Don't even throw that out there. My other daughters are going to call in and go, yep, yep, she's right, Dad. Right now, I feel like it's it's Lexi. She's your favorite. Lexi? Yes. No, they're all my favorite. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to say. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, uh, Kylie says that Kim is the first sister that she calls in the morning or when she needs anything. Needs money or something. Oh, none of them need money i guess no kylie's richer than all of them anyway she says kendall's actually the one she has the least in common with these days and she also added which each sister has taught her she says chloe taught me tenderness and the ability to forgive gosh kendall has taught the importance of friendship and unconditional love (laughs) courtney has taught the value of health and the need to not be superficial <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. And she says Kim has taught her strength and the ability to always tell yourself that you can do it, come what may. So I just want to uh, make sure I got this right. Courtney Kardashian mm-hmm. taught her to not be superficial. Right. That's <laughs> impossible. But, you know, okay. that's what she says. Did you watch Game of Thrones? Yeah. So I yeah. guess there was a scene, because I never watched the show, back mm-hmm. in 2019, where you could clearly see someone's takeout coffee cup like from the Mm. behind the scenes i missed that i I didn't see that yeah so i guess hbo has done it again on the most recent episode of the last of us there's a scene where two characters are crossing a bridge and during a wide overhead shot you can clearly see a film crew off to the side Uh, Mm. someone posted a video of this on tiktok it's blowing up and people are saying like how do these multi-million dollar productions miss this stuff? Which is true. I mean, you see things like that and you're like, I'll tell how you how in the world? You know, you know how? How? They do it on purpose. To get they, people talking? Yes. Really? Yeah. And look, look at what we're doing. Right. Oh my gosh. Do it on purpose. It's a, they, it's a, all this stuff is strategic, Carly. Mm, <laughs> I never want to think that way. The Academy has created a crisis team for this year's Oscars because of last year's slap. An executive said, let's hope something doesn't happen and we never have to use the crisis team, (laughs) but we already have it in place. It's like the men in black. Yeah. That would have been good for Will Smith. I know. He slapped a, who was uh, uh, Chris Rock. Chris Rock, yeah. I was worried that it was going to happen again, so that makes me feel better. Because they got the crisis team. As they say, life isn't fair.
No, it is not, no. When you're a kid, you think everything's going to work out, and then you grow up and you realize, uh uh-uh. <laughs> This sucks. That's just not how it works. So right. here are some of the things that people are talking about online that are the hardest pills to swallow in life. Mm-hmm. Bad people win frequently. It's not oh, yeah. just the good guys that win. or No, that's the movies. Yeah. It's, we we often pattern ourselves after the movies. Like, you oh, do he, that. He really uh, gave it a shot. He took a chance. He's the good guy. Everything worked out. No. Rick always says to me, how come in the movies they can stick it to the man and it, you know, oh, they yeah. end up winning and it doesn't work I've like that? I've done that so many times and it has flipped my life upside yes, down. Yes, because yeah. it, it, real life is not like the movies. Yeah. Uh, some people in leadership positions are not good leaders. Some people who are not in leadership positions are good leaders. For sure. It's just I know a lot of leaders that don't know squadoosh. I remember sitting across from a former boss. This guy is not not who we work for now. But I was like, oh my gosh, he's pulling the wool over everyone's eyes. <laughs> like there was a moment where you realized. I'm like, he has he, no idea what he's talking he about. He doesn't know anything. He just wears the suit and all that. <laughs> it's, this is crazy. He's got, remember our old program director. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is out in... Um, I can't remember which radio station it was. He was he would bring in a briefcase. Yes, to and lay look, out the papers. Right, yes. They would look very official. But he didn't have a clue. No. Nothing. Man, you just got to dress the it part. It was kind of like the George Costanza thing, if you yes. ever watched that Seinfeld, where he'd go in and not know what to do at work, and mm-hmm. he'd just sleep under his desk. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, not everything will happen according to your plan. Had yeah, to learn that true. several times. Boy. Nothing happens according no, to your plan. No, it really doesn't. Just because something's not your fault doesn't mean it's not your responsibility. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rick and I learning this one big time right now. It doesn't matter how fit you are. You get old and your body starts to break down. Oh, yeah. And it, it's hard. It just sucks. You're I, like, oh, I'm getting injured all the time. On average, I have two or three injuries. Yeah. See, a rib or my, like right now, my arm is hurting. My other arm is starting to hurt every mm-hmm. time I'm lifting. It's, it feels like I'm pulling something. I feel like I can't even sneeze or cough without going like, oh my yeah. gosh, am I going to throw my yeah. back out again? Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was bad. That uh, was bad. <sighs> you probably already know this, you know, in the back of your mind, but over half of millennials and Gen Zers say that the selfies they post include some sort of filter or effect. Mm-hmm. So it's not real. We know. Don't get jealous. It's obvious. Well, yeah, but you just, sometimes you have to be reminded of the reality. Now, people like myself, mm-hmm. Carly, we would not use the filters. Oh, I use Pretty Babe all the time. <laughs> it's either Pretty you Babe do? or Pretty Babe with lashes. Oh. Mm-hmm. As you go to work... There are some terms that you may hear around the office, and you're like, wait, wait, what did they just say? <laughs> Is that what we're doing? I haven't I haven't heard that one before. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get you in the know. Okay. Keep you on trend with the new work terms. Oh, good. So there's copycat layoffs. Copycat layoffs? Yes. So this is the whole idea that layoffs are contagious. When one corporation starts canning people, other companies are like, hey, maybe we should lay off people too. They do do that. Mm-hmm. That's copycat layoffs. Yeah. Resentism. Resentism? I think I'm presenting that right. Yes. Not, Resentism. Not like resentment. No. This is when you stay in a bad job because you don't think you have any other options. So you I have, start to resent it more and more. I have resentism. That's what is you should that tell really the boss. Is really a word? Well, I think we're making it up. But okay. Yeah. The um, boss is like, what's wrong? I, I have, think I have resentism. Look I it up. 
It's not in the dictionary. Or but maybe don't look it up because you just don't want to know. <laughs> Bare Minimum Monday. Bare Minimum Monday. Let me guess on that one. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that one's an easy one. Uh, it's Monday. Nobody wants to work on Monday. Right. You have the whole week in front of you, so you do the bare minimum. Yeah. You do it next really to nothing. Is, it's kind of like the Monday version of quiet quitting. Uh-huh. You skate by. You just kind of slowly ease into things. Yeah. So, yeah, you were spot on. Chaotic working. Also sometimes called malicious compliance. What is that? It's when you break the rules at work to help out a friend. For example, you give them an employee discount or uh, upsize their order for free. Yeah, oh, I mean, that's dangerous. I've got so many people that reach out to me wanting to not concert just get tickets. free concert tickets, but they're they're willing to pay for them. When yeah, they, and we're like, we can't do that. They don't understand. It's like we would lose our jobs if we did yeah. something like that. Or... They want to give us free stuff as long as we talk about them. Again, we can't do that. We would nope. lose our jobs. It's called payola. It is, yes. Yeah. Or and if then we do the, it, chaotic working. <laughs> chaotic working is what that is. Mm-hmm. And then I, like the friends get upset with me. Like, I know. You can't just do me a favor. Come on. Just no, I can't do you a favor. I'm no. going to lose my job. No. <laughs> it's chaotic working. Shift shock is when you are excited about a new job, but after mm. a few shifts, you realize... You hate it. You're shocked. Yes. It's like a culture shock Shift for you. shock. That and almost sounds like a, a profanity word. Does it? You stinking shift shock. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. You throw it out that way. Yeah. couple more terms you may hear around the office. Boomerang employees. Those are the ones that are just in and out all the time? It's the people that go back to an old job because the new one didn't work out. Okay. Yeah. And or the revolving door type of thing. You yeah, know? yeah, there's that. I, there should be a term for people that just hop, hop, the job hoppers. Maybe that's what they're called. Boy, there's a lot of those people uh, now, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Career cushioning. It's your last office term you need to know. It's when you don't. You want to guess? Well, yeah, I was just, I, I don't know if what you're saying goes along the lines of what, what I was thinking. thinking. I was thinking uh, you, you want to cushion yourself to where you have a nice retirement someday. Ooh. Is that kind of right? No, but oh. I like that definition better. <laughs> no, the career cushioning is when you don't necessarily hate your job, but you start looking for other jobs in case layoffs oh, are coming. Oh, it's an extra little cushion. cushion. little backup there. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Wow. People are saying this stuff at work. They huh? are, yeah. Oh, at least we know what they're talking about. It's always like, it's like another language. It really is. Not to get all morbid, but funerals can be expensive. And some people are saying, well, actually, seven out of ten people say they'd rather be buried in a cardboard box than have their family overspend on their funeral. <laughs> a cardboard box? Yeah. Just get an old refrigerator box. I should fit. Throw you, me in there. Lop off my feet if I'm too long. Do you want like a fancy funeral or do you care? I don't. And I, I don't like to think about that kind of stuff. Well, just, you got to be prepared. They say it's for the living, right? Funerals are for the living. It's not necessarily for the dead person. I want to be buried in a glass see-through casket. <laughs> like, oh, wow. Like Snow White. How much do you think that would cost? I don't know. A I'm lot. Just letting you know. Yeah, you probably shouldn't answer that. Rick and Carly's Laugh Line. Brandon called us up and said he wants to poke a little fun at his wife, Lacey. Mm-hmm. Brandon, why do you want to do this to your wife? Yeah, I mean, I, I just think, like, she always gets so worked up about anything related to pets or her job. I, I think okay. it'd be fun for her to just, you know, relax a little bit. Like, she works at the pet shop. She's not a, vet, a veterinarian or anything. Oh, she works at a pet shop, and she loves pets. Yes, okay. exactly. But she's not, like, a vet there. And so yeah. I, I think it'd be cool to give her an example of how to relax. Okay. So, uh, 
What if we say something like, Rick got a fish and it drowned? What? Yeah. I did what now? You got a fish, but it it drowned. Okay. Yeah, you could co- call her up and just and really, really, really be convincing about this fish drowning. Okay. I'm sure she's going to react to that. Okay. Is it, can I ask a stupid question? Sure. Is that possible? I Have don't you looked think, it up? I don't or? think so. I don't think so. Okay. All right. What, what is There's your... There's no way she knows either. Oh, Lacey is her name. Okay. Your wife's name is Lacey. Let's call her. Polly's Pet Shop. This is Lacey. Hey, Lacey. Yes, uh, I got a little problem. I was hoping you could help me out with. I bought a fish from you guys a couple weeks ago, and mm-hmm. my fish drowned. I'm sorry your your fish drowned. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm very sorry for your loss, sir. I'm, I'm really sorry that your your fish. Um, isn't alive, but I'm not sure that drowning would have been the cause of death. Uh, he's floating on top. It's obvious he was trying to come up for air, and he didn't make it. Um, uh, I'm sorry, maybe, what kind of water did you put in his tank? The clear kind? <laughs> I don't, it, was, uh, well, it, it was filtered water from the refrigerator? Oh, okay, like from your, your fridge door. Well, maybe yeah. the water was too cold. Okay. Or, or the pH balance could have been off, but, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know that he drowned, sir. Well, but yeah, I'm not... You live in water. Well, I'm not stupid. I, uh, he drowned. I'm looking at him right now. Okay, well, sir, I'm really sorry about your fish. Mm-hmm. Um, if you'd like, uh, we can give you a 50% off discount on a new fish. Well, but that's not my fish. Her name was Felicia, by the way. Little Felicia. I'm I'm very sorry about Felicia, sir. I, I really don't know what else to say. I again, we can extend that discount offer to you. I'd love to make yeah, it right for you. I, I'm very sorry. Has Has anybody ever had this issue before? Where their fish? No, no, sir. I, I've never ever heard of a fish drowning because again, they they do live in water, so that yeah. Yeah. They they don't drown. Well, you you may not have the answers here, but your husband Brandon has all the answers cuz he got you on Rick and Carly's laugh line. <laughs> 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 Yeah, that was fun. 50% discount? You're buying into this? Yeah, yeah. Now I know how to get get a fish half off. No kidding. I didn't know what else to offer him. I mean, it's a fish drowned. It was sad. You were sweet. You were very nice. I appreciate the 50% discount, the coupon. Rick and Carly's Laugh Line. I love Jennifer Coolidge. Big fan. I know. And there is a group of women that also love her called the Crew of Coolidge. They just Mm. paraded down Bourbon Street for Mardi Gras. And wore matching costumes of her character Tanya from the White Lotus. Were they uh, strung out on drugs or oh, drinking she's alcohol? Not. That's just who she is. You don't think she's constantly no, on something? I don't. She slurs her words all the time. That's she can't hardly stand up. Part of what we love about her. <laughs> Why do we love that about her? I don't know. It's, we just do. It seems like she needs some kind of a rehab. Mm-hmm. Every time I watch her, I feel I the word rehab comes in. I want to be part of the crew of Coolidge. You know how we've even talked about like, hey, if 
if one of us wins the lottery, we'll split it. Or, you、mm-hmm. know, you do that、yeah. with a friend or whatever. Sure. Sometimes it can come back to bite you. So last year, a 63 year old woman in Iowa came forward with a lottery ticket worth $30,000. Nice. Her name is Sandy Crow. Cops recently got a call about a disturbance at her house. And、uh, when they got there, she was arguing with her roommate, 45 year old Alvin. He was in the middle of moving out, and police overheard them arguing about the winning ticket.、Mm. Turns out Alvin was actually the one who bought it, and he had Sandy cash it to avoid having a portion of the money seized. <laughs> Okay.、Mm-hmm. Sounds like a good plan to me. Nothing a, could go wrong. He's with in、this. a lot of debt. Sure. Owed fines to the city,、right. that kind of stuff.、Right. Yeah. So he convinced Sandy to say the ticket was hers、sure. and promised her a share of the winnings. Yeah, yeah. Now it's not clear how much she was supposed to get, but she apparently、uh, didn't get what she thought she deserved. Oh,、mm-hmm. and that's where the problem occurs. Yep.、Okay. They revealed the whole scam to the cops.、Mm. Alvin told them the ticket was really his, accused Sandy of fraud, and he was right, but he failed to realize that he also committed fraud, lottery <laughs> fraud. So now both of them facing felony charges. And nobody gets the money, do yeah, they? Yeah, no. <laughs> There is one meal that Thomas Rhett says he could eat every single day tacos. That'd、mm-hmm. be mine. Nope. Margarita pizza, and specifically margarita pizza in Italy. What is a margarita pizza? It's marinara,、mm-hmm. basil,、mm-hmm. mozzarella. So、like the fresh mozzarella. There's no margarita on top? There's no alcohol? No. There's, no. Well, Rick. That doesn't make sense.、Mm. <laughs> I want a real margarita, margarita pizza. pizza. Not a virgin margarita pizza. Come on.、Uh, Rick and Carly's $1,000 minute. 10 questions, 60 seconds, $1,000. Hello. Time to play for $1,000 cash. Are you feeling lucky this morning? Yep. All right. Who、yep. is this? It's Sheila in Meridian. Hey, Sheila, did you get a little、uh, snow dusting out in Meridian as you woke up this morning? Yeah, just a little bit. It's not bad, huh? Yeah, it wasn't bad. It's not like our、uh, neighbors over in Salt Lake City, Utah.、Oh, Have you seen what、gosh. they got? Ooh, I didn't know they got it really bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're talking feet. <laughs>、yeah. Several feet of snow. Jesus,、uh. Mary and Joseph. Okay,、wow. Sheila, we're going to give you 10 simple questions. If you can answer them all correctly within the 60 seconds, then you win $1,000. If you get stuck on a question, just say pass and we'll come back to it, okay? Okay. All right, for that $1,000, your clock starts now. Name a red vegetable. Beet. What do you need two of to play double Dutch? Jump rope. What is another name for the pound sign? Hashtag. What's 92 minus 17? Skip. Name the three Kardashian sisters Kim, Kim, Chloe, and Kylie. Who wrote the novel of Mice and Men? Skip. What is Paris Hilton's baby's first name? Phoenix. Grand Mesa is located in which U.S. state? Utah. Which chess piece has a horse's head? Knight. What must a mole do every four hours or it will die? Poop. <laughs> Who wrote the novel of Mice? That's、Mice? it, that's our minute. Oh my gosh, it's Eat, not Poop. <laughs> 
But I guess uh, they have to poop if they have to eat. I mean, said eat. Oh, yeah. I thought it was mate. You thought they had to mate every four hours or they would die? I feel like I have to mate yeah, every four hours I or I'll die. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Sheila, you did pretty good. You, you missed really the, uh, did. You said Utah was actually Colorado. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, the Kardashian sister, she got correct. That's not well, the answer we had, but she technically got that correct. It's debatable because you said Kylie, her last name is Jenner, not Kardashian. Yeah, but the, she's a sister. Oh, the Kardashians it's, are Kim, Chloe, Courtney. Yeah, but oh. I, I, I would have given you that, Sheila. Okay, Rick says you would have. Thank sure. you. Thank you, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Kylie, you're so strict. <laughs> uh, you have a great day. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> you too. Bye. Hello, hello. Good morning. Have you noticed anything, Carly, different about me today? You do look a little thinner. You've been working out, eating right. Yes, you do. It's nothing physical. It's nothing physical. No. Uh, I, I, I. Here, get a, take a big whiff. I don't want to take a big whiff. <laughs> it's not that. Gosh. It's there's. Now I feel like. Mm. There's okay. So a lot of times when we're getting ready in the morning, I'll uh, maybe not a lot, but sometimes, and I think a lot of people do this. You're out of deodorant or there's an emergency, and so I'll grab Carly's and use her deodorant. I didn't do that. You didn't. But I accidentally grabbed your perfume instead of my cologne. And and sprayed it? I didn't realize until I did one squirt. But then at that point, I'm like, well, I'm not going to shower again or mix it with my cologne. So I'm just going to embrace it. So I embraced it. I went for it. I use seven squirts because that's what I do with my cologne. Seven. It's well, my cologne is not. It's kind of a watered down type thing, and it fades real fast. But Mine's yours, like, that's high quality perfume. It's powerful. Yeah. Smell it. I probably didn't notice because you just smell like me. <laughs> smell like a woman. Ooh, I mean, and there's worse smells. I I kind of like it. Thank you. Because it reminds me of you. Oh. See what I did there, guys. Spray away then. <laughs> Spray away. Use my perfume anytime. It's expensive perfume. Too. It is expensive perfume. We got a guy that got into an argument with a cashier at a convenience store because she wouldn't sell him a beer. What? So, yeah. So to get even, he grabbed a whole display of chips, put them in his car, drove off, and uh, cops didn't catch up to him right away. But while the cashier was distracted, another customer named Joseph noticed the guy had dropped two bags of chips outside. So he picked them up and started eating them. Sure. Well, police found him a few minutes later with crumbs on his face. Security footage showed what happened. He's facing a charge for theft of property worth $1,000 or less. Each bag of chips valued at four ninety eight, dollars but he's still facing charges. I'm confused. So it's uh, the guy that stole all the chips. He got away? He got away. Somebody else guy, came out and saw that he had stole the chips, and, and so he says, like, hey, I'm going to eat the last couple bags that were left behind? You can't do that. And that's the guy that got arrested? That's the guy that got arrested. They're sitting out there, though. That's, that I, doesn't mean they're just free pickings. You still got to pay, Rick. I don't know. I, I, feel, like, pay. I feel like he's he's got some ground to stand on here. <laughs> you he's think he'll get out of jail? Let's get this guy a lawyer, yes. <laughs> I bought my kids a frog about five years ago. It was actually a, a tadpole for Easter. It was a in a kit called Grow a Frog. It's one I, of those things that you buy and you think, hey, we'll kind of go through the process yeah. for a couple months and then we move on with it, life. It's kind of a cool science experiment. Yeah. It probably won't work. Right. We'll, we'll give it a go. So uh, it worked. 
The tadpole became a frog, a very large frog that I would say is now probably when he's stretched out like a good three inches, and he's a fatty. He's a big guy. And and he's been around for five years now. So I keep thinking maybe he's going to pass on, go to froggy heaven. For years, Carly's been thinking this. Yeah. I mean, I looked up at one point. I was like, what is the lifespan of it, of which these frogs. it's five years if they live to their peak. Correct. Which we're at the peak we're right at the now. Peak. And he's, he's still going. He's, he's got a little kicking. gray face. Yeah. This morning, he was at the bottom of the tank and his little paws or feet or whatever were kind of shrunken up and I, he didn't oh, look no. great. And I was like, oh boy. No, maybe this is time, you know? Yeah. Ooh, let me yeah. wipe a tear. And uh, came back about five minutes later to check on him, and he's swimming around. Just <laughs> he's never like, gonna die. This guy is gonna be around forever he, and ever. Here's the thought process behind this frog: the frog's never been named because no. everybody's always thought he's just gonna pass away. Right. So he's just the the frog, frog. for five years. He's just been frog, mm-hmm. and he's still kicking. And he's nasty and stinky and dirty, <laughs> and his tanks. He he goes through like multiple. Cheap well, frog tanks. We never, we never get a good aquarium because no. we always think he's going to die. And now I got to go get another one today because he's still alive. How many aquariums do you think we've gone through with this guy? Seriously, probably like ten. Like ten. Yeah. And she's not exaggerating. No, I'm not. We just keep buying them. Five years old. <laughs> Our pets live forever. Rick and Carly in the morning.